Well, hello there. Welcome to the supersized Super Bowl edition of Geeksters with your hosts Ed and Sean and special guest host Stacy. And now on with the program. And welcome to episode 276 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. <laughs> I'm your host, Sean. Ed was really tempted to say part one. Yes. Um, okay, folks, a little behind the scenes. Um, normally, Ed and I, and of course, Stacy here we usually do the show live on Sunday nights starting around 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. <laughs> Anyway, like I said, we normally do it on Sundays at 7.30. Now, weeks ago, I half-handedly threw away a line of like, hey, if Eagles, which is our home team football team, goes to the Super Bowl, are we going to do a show? Actually, actually, the the, the statement you made was like, if the Eagles make it, we we should... not we should watch the the game. We should watch the game, not like, do a show. How many times have we been the Super Bowl? Right. <laughs> so it was like a kind of a throwaway. Like I, number one, I didn't expect the Eagles to get there because I'm from Philadelphia. I'm used to disappointment. Right, right. right. Um, second, I really didn't think that you know here we are, two nerds going, <laughs> and this week in Star Wars news, and then all of a sudden it's like football. Whoa! <laughs> 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 Just grab. Six packs of <laughs> so apparently, like someone took me. Uh, it was Ed's wife who 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 basically was like, "I took you seriously." Too. You took me seriously. Yeah, you both used. I'm like, so last week when we talked about it, it's like, no, no, we have to have off because uh, we made promises and we have places to go. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I guess we're gonna go out too. Like, <laughs> so, in in order to compensate for the lack of live show, we are now here today at Two Bib Production Studios to do an extra long podcast. You might say. There you go. As I, that's why I said the supersized Super Bowl edition. There Though I heard though, if you use the word Super Bowl. And you're not licensed to use the word Super Bowl, you can get sued. That's right. why a lot of the commercials we end just for time for the big game, because there's like a, an, a you're not allowed to use Super Bowl as a like a way to sell your product. Right. Anyway, welcome to the Super Bowl edition of Geeksters. <laughs> Come at me, bro. <laughs> I say if we get a letter, it'd be great. I, somebody's listening. I'd be like, we made it. We got a cease and desist letter. Let's frame that and put it up. Can you sign it, please? <laughs> <laughs> you know you made it when you get a season desist letter. That's right. Uh, so uh so that's why we're here in studio and uh we're gonna try to keep it as a normal show, except smushed together. Yes. In one big episode. Right. I seem a little loud on my mic, I don't know why. Seems oh, it's because I forgot to turn it down. Oh, yeah, that's go. why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm feel like I'm yelling in my ear and I'm like wow, wow. I forgot to turn it down, I'm sorry. <laughs> Usually when he does the over the music, I gotta turn him up so you can hear him. So oh, okay. I've had to turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the all the not used to everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's the woo Super Bowl weekend, yay! I'm gonna keep saying until we get that season to survive. Right. <laughs> but after you hear when you hear this, it's not really gonna matter because we post Super Bowl. Yeah, well, I'm gonna try and post it on Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, okay. So let me let me let me throw a couple disclaimers out there. I can't believe we won. 
Holy mackerel, it was amazing. Did you watch that game? The commercials were awesome. I can't believe we won. Holy shit. Oh, I can't believe we lost. <laughs> Man. I mean, what's to expect? I mean, it's the Patriots. You know, they cheat. You know, they're going to whine. They're going to bitch. You know, I'm sure Tom Brady has a hang now. They'll, they'll take a knee, you know, at some point. Like, oh, wah, Tom Brady. Oh. God, I can't believe they lost. <laughs> anyway, okay, so there. Now I have covered both of my bases. <laughs> so that way, Sunday, it'll do a quick little snippet. <laughs> it's not the right one. <laughs> I guess, you know, not this weekend, but the following weekend, we'll maybe talk about our favorite commercials or something. There you go. I'm looking forward to the uh, um, the rap between Morgan Freeman and Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. It does. <laughs> Because I, I saw, I've been starting to see in the peak of the Peter Dinklage Dorito commercials already. Right. They're already airing them, and I'm like, that is awesome. I, I, I was like, obviously he's lip syncing the Buster Rhymes, but in the actual commercial, when I saw it was that Buster Rhymes is there, like coaching him, like faster, yeah. faster, faster, and I'm like, oh, Buster Rhymes is still singing. Like, I was like, <laughs> and then you know Morgan Freeman's got Missy Element. I'm like, okay, well she's still kind of relevant. Yeah, like you know, like. He, and he's drinking the drink that I drink now. The the what do you call it? Mountain Dew Ice. <laughs> Mountain Dew Ice. It's smooth and crisp. And I was like, ah. it's Sprite. <laughs> Hush your mouth. It's Mountain Dew Ice. Makes sense since I talk about penguins a lot. <laughs> I should cover the ice part. <laughs> anyway, so uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Well, uh, speaking of penguins, I actually I saw on Facebook the other day, and I, I you know, since you mentioned the word penguins, apparently Benedict Cumberbatch cannot say the word penguins. I heard that he was doing a, a natural like nas- uh, uh, National Geographic thing. Yeah, yeah, something like that for BBC, and uh, the, the, he was doing it, and they actually pulled the tape because he was on. Uh, they were doing an interview on um, Graham Norton. Show? So that's oh, right. yeah. it, it makes sense. <laughs> So they pulled off the first one. He kind of gets away with it, but then after that, he can't say it. And even he still couldn't say it after. He can't say penguin. Yes. Penguin. 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 Bird with white and black. That waddles wearing a tuxedo. That's an interesting little tidbit. Yeah. <laughs> Considering, wasn't he a voice in the Penguins of Madagascar? Yes, he was. Because they brought that up, too. <laughs> like, Ooh, that's true acting. <laughs> Can't say the word penguin, but I'll be one in your movie. Because <laughs> I don't have to call myself a penguin. That's right. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so uh, let's, let's get down to business. What's uh, anything new and exciting happening this week? Ooh, um, <laughs> it's been a short week, so it's kind of hard. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's you know you just do your normal week, you know, kind of routine, and, and I you know I'm still watching Flash. Uh, and I don't know why, I'll be honest. Really? Because I'm, I'm watching season three on Netflix. I, I kind of stopped watching. I've kind of stopped watching episodic television. I'll wait till the season's out, then I'll binge watch. Right. Like, Flash seems to be my go-to binge watch season uh, show while, while you know, she's reading or doing, she's ready to go to bed. And I'm like, oh, I'll watch a couple episodes of Flash. It's not, it's not horrible. It's just that they're, they're, they, it, it just gets like kind of stupid after a while. Like, like it just, <laughs> like I don't want to give it away because you know you haven't seen it. So it's, I was it's just fine. Like, I don't, I don't mind. Well, he ends up in this season. He ends up in prison. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, the, the 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 villain has 
turn the tables on him and in actual society because they don't know the the bad guy exists except for the Flash and his team. Okay, and uh, so they turn tables and they they he basically ki- thinks they killed him. They the the bad guy. Oh, does the old I'm dead and Flash is the murderer? Yes. Oh, and I you know because actually it was uh, it, it was in in um uh, uh oh, shoot. <laughs> Let me tell you another show that I can't really remember much of. <laughs> it's always the way I give. I can never. I can. You. You was tell us, Drew. I could give you character names like left or right, but nope, not on my own. Uh, anyway, the 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 guy who plays Flash, Grant Gustin. Yes, but his actual character. Um, name. Barry, Barry Allen. Barry Allen. That's okay. the, that's the name I was looking for. Because okay. it's not the Flash that they were arresting it's Barry Allen because oh, okay. the body was found in his apartment oh, okay. and of course when he finds out that he's there he you know runs over real quick and then grabs the, the murder weapon basically right. and then the cops show up like two seconds after oh, that so, okay. like, you know, so like, he's there holding the zoinks yes oh I guess you got me red handed because I'm holding the murder weapon and of course like the prison that he goes to is the prison that his father was in and of oh, course his, okay. the cell he gets is his father's cell oh ironic <laughs> yes so you go. Well, I mean, did his father leave like little notes? Yes. Oh, really? Yes, because I was here, you know. And he goes, so was Barry Allen. Yeah, so, so was Barry. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he sees the two guys from Prison Break who <laughs> who help him escape. Which, ironically enough, are the same two guys that play the Flame Guy and Captain Cold. He wave and Captain Cold. He yeah. wave and Captain Cold. So they come walking in and go, Barry Allen, <laughs> let me help you. <laughs> Or, or the way out of Captain Cold. Let me help you, Barry Allen. <laughs> he's very flamboyant. I love him. Now, all right, so he's he's in jail. I got questions. Yes. Now, because um, again, I'm not into this season. I'm, I'm a season behind. I'll wait till spring, and then I'll catch it all four days after the season finale. I'll start watching it on Netflix. Why does he just escape? He's the fucking Flash. Because he doesn't. He wants to. He wants like because he due process. Due process basically. Because like the whole time his case was coming up, they're like, "You should take the stand," and he's like, "No." And then they're like, "You should tell him you're the Flash," and he's like, "No." You know, like basically. So it's like he did nothing, and he got like basically put in jail. It's like, what did you expect? Like they were gonna go, "You're still a nice guy." Like we're gonna let oh, you go. Right. You know, because like, the only okay, because normally you help the police. We're gonna let it slide this time. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, if he's captured and caught and he's thrown in jail, I mean, he clearly he knows he's innocent. So why isn't he just like at lights out, do the old fake dummy thing, vibrate through, flash out, help try to solve the crime, and then flash back in in the morning? <laughs> I'm glad you brought that. Up. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> oh. Because actually, this happened this past episode. There is uh, Goldberg, the wrestler. Right, the wrestler. He's he's he's, he's a prison inmate. Of course well. he is. He's Big Sir. Right. Okay. And in in the in the in the <laughs> Big Sir. That's his, that's his character name. And uh, he apparently was at the wrong scene at the wrong time, and he's in prison. He's innocent as well. Oh, so Goldberg's. I'm like, I'm an innocent man. So am I. So am I. <laughs> Me too. Wow, this jail is filled with innocent people. <laughs> right. So Barry, because. He helps Barry basically in prison because Barry's going to be, get beat up. Of course, Flash can take care of himself, but sure. nobody knows he's the Flash. Right. He's got to pull the old, oh, I'm hurt. Yes. Right. So Big Sir helps him because he, his father helped him because he had an appendix and he was it burst. And he right. was going to die in the middle of the night. Uh, so so the because, father did the surgery to save him in the right. middle of the night. Right. Since your dad saved my life, I will be help you through this rough time. I owe your dad one. And the best way I can repay him is by making sure his son doesn't get shanked. In prison. Yeah. One way or the other. Right. Either with the steel knife or the flesh knife. 
Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so basically, they try and free him. They 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 find his case. They try to they find the bad guy. He's of course one of the metahumans that, that has the ability. So they catch him, but of course he has to confess, and he's not going to. So, oh, okay. so he's still in a stuck in prison. So Barry basically flashes himself and Goldberg out of prison and puts him in because he wanted to go to China where like there's a like somewhere he's like solitude so he, nobody would right. bother him. Nobody I didn't want to be left alone. Right. No one could bother me. There's this place, an island off of Oahu or off of Japan. Yeah. No one knows and flashes goes, oh, I, no problem. I'll take it out right now. <laughs> but of course the warden warns him the whole time through the whole through the whole story like, you know, don't, give anybody hope like don't like try and help right. people like i think cause they're all they're all monsters in here is basically right. telling them so the warden puts a secret camera oh. and finds out he's the flash oh. but of course he's the, the warden's not a good guy either of course not so he like knocks him out and of course the next episode i think he's going to try and sell him to somebody and you know. oh wow <laughs> <sighs> exactly that's just stupid <laughs> you would, I mean, well, because first of all, you would think that if he had cameras all over the place, Cisco would have been able to at least try to tap in to keep an eye on him. Right. So he should have been able to find it easily. That's a loophole, man. Cisco's smarter than that. He should have figured it out. <laughs> he could have vibed it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, <clears throat> I probably, like, I'm halfway through, I think, season three. I'm not sure when we'll follow after that because um, actually tomorrow, or actually tonight at midnight, the new Carbon, Altered Carbon starts. On Netflix, it's like this whole like um, Blade Runner meets the Matrix type TV show. Hmm. Guy gets frozen for like 250 years, wakes up into, into, into a new body, and he has to solve a murder. Hmm. Uh, it's it's really it's getting really good. Like people are really loving the stuff that they're seeing, so I'm like really interested in tapping into that one. So, and maybe I'll have like a, a review on it. Also, I really have to finish The Punisher. I started a couple of... I got two episodes in, fell asleep in the third one, never looked back. <laughs> you know? It's a shame, too, because I like The Punisher, and I like him, and I heard, like... It, it's it's kind of a depressing show, though. It's really, like, about survivor's guilt and about PTSD, post-traumatic stress PTSD. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, <laughs> um, And I'm like, oh, well, that seems like a lot of fun. Whatever happened to just, hey, I'm in a costume, let me punch somebody. But all right, I'll look deal with feelings. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I think the television shows kind of give you more of, like, the, the human aspect <coughs> element of everything. Like, why, like, superheroes do what they do in the more of a layered way, you know, sure. like, you know type of thing. That's why I think, I don't think that's why humans didn't do well, because that was all that was all about. They rarely use powers. And, right, right, because yeah. we there's a budget, and we can't afford to have... If we have to have the dog in the episode, there goes our entire budget. Yes. You know? So the girl Medusa with the magical hair that can whip around, you know what we're going to do? Shave, Shave her, her head. head. And not even explain that she had that power to start off with. Exactly. You know? <laughs> it's like, why does she shave her head? You don't want to know. <laughs> Read a comic book. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, what else you got there? You going to do anything else? Uh, no, that was pretty much it. Uh, okay. Like I said, uh, uh, watching a lot of YouTube, which is uh, is always fun because you always go down a rabbit hole, you know, kind of thing. Like top ten lists, that's what I've been doing. Uh, I do have to say, like, I I enjoy this one group. It's called What Culture, and they always do like a top ten list. And there's one guy who left the show that I'm 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 so <laughs> ticked, I'm bummed because he's his comic timing was so perfect. He they're they're all they're they're it's done in England and they're they're all British, and uh, he just had this this 
sarcastic, dry wit to him that you laughed at because you knew, right. you know, he was getting to. You know, he does a lot of superhero stuff, so that's why I was watching him. But he left left the show last year, left the the group last year. I don't know what he's doing now. Probably because him and someone went, "Hey, he's the only talented one of that group, so let's give him a job." <laughs> <laughs> Probably. He was like, "Oh, sorry, fellows, but I have a gig, a real one, an acting gig. I am out." <laughs> I mean, the other two that that do it are, are okay, but they're just not as right. They're not, not as humorous. You know, you watched it for that guy. Yes, right. Now yeah. that that guy's gone, you're like, it just ain't the same. So I'm watching the new ones, and they always show like older ones. So I go to those, and we're excited because I'm like, I've seen this like twelve times, but it's still funny. Like I still laugh at it. You know. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, let's see. Our big week consists of Stacy finally finishing the uh, Harry Potter novels. Congratulations. And we watched part one of uh, episode seven. Deadly Hollows, part one. Episode seven. Episode seven. Episode seven. Movie seven, part one of Harry Potter and the Deadly Hollows. Which, I I mean, I watched it with her and I saw in the theater and I was like, it's a lot of exposition in this movie. Yes. Like a lot. And I... I remember seeing it, and my dad and I went to go see it, and he's like, I don't think I really liked it, you know, because he wasn't really a Harry Potter fan. Mm-hmm. And I was like, look, Dad, i got to be honest, I read the book. Second movie, shit's going to pop off. Like, it's it's like, hey, here's some stuff. Here's fluff, 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 fluff. you got to get through a lot of fluff before all the sh- good shit happens. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, the second movie would be better. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed the second movie a lot better than I did the first yeah. movie. I, the first one was boring. It was. It was a lot of whining and a lot of, we need to find this and, and not know how. They're, they're in the middle of nowhere in a tent, you know, yeah. like, just like fighting amongst themselves. Yeah. Like, <sighs> yeah, like, come on, someone at least do some magic spells. <laughs> do you know? a spell. Do Sorry. a spell. <laughs> I mean, it was enjoyable. Like I said, for, it was for what it is. It's the build up to the to the big clash at the end. And I'm mm. like, all right, well, that way I knew this movie two was going to be nothing but fucking fighting. Be mad. Yeah, you didn't think there was enough magic in seven for part one? Oh, we're going to pack full of all the budget that we had to spend is actually going into part two. two. You know, right. <laughs> we didn't film together, but we cut the budget immensely. So a lot more, it's a lot more acting than magic. And then the second one, boom, nothing but magic. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what did you think of the? Yeah, no, the one that's been doing all the work. Well, she, um, I, I, I can say from an outside perspective, she's gotten to we've we've you and I having read material and then watching the movie mm. have sometimes noticed that they change certain things right. for movie than for for from book, and right. sometimes you have to, and sometimes you don't have to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I when she kind of complains, I it's it's. It's usually one of those, I think. Um, this isn't the first time that I've read books and watched movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the whole reason why I won't watch the Fifty Shades of Grey movies is because I read all those books and the movies are shit. <laughs> or the first one was, so now I've like sworn off the rest of them. Um, <laughs> you know, you fuck me over once, you, you don't get me again. Um, ironically, that's all the movie's about. Um, <laughs> so I finished the book this morning um the last book this morning mm-hmm. the books are really 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 good um i have seen all of the harry potter movies but like the last three movies i've only seen like once mm-hmm. 
and I probably was very like half-heartedly paying attention because I'm like, oh, I'm just watching these to watch them. It's not even that I really care. And then you put in seven months worth of reading these books, and you really care now. <laughs> you know, like now, now I'm like, I got, I got problems. Um, so the fifth book, Order of the Phoenix, is still my favorite one, mm. which apparently is like nobody's favorite book, but it is mine. Um, I'm obsessed with all the bad guys in it. So like Umbridge, love her, mm. love to hate her rather. Mm. Voldemort, I literally have a Darth Mar- dark mark, t- dark mark t-shirt on right now. Have <laughs> <laughs> gotten my nails done, Slytherin green. <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm very, very into being a bad guy. Um, horrible person, in fact. <laughs> um, the seventh book, I'm having some comprehension issues maybe I guess is like the right word sure okay I would go with that way um there's just some things that were said in the book that I'm like maybe I need to read that again (laughs) (laughs) you know because I'm a really quick reader Mm -hmm. especially to myself and I love to read and and all of that um but when I get really into reading I'll like read so quickly because I want to know the story so bad that I can't retain a lot of it. Like I'm reading it and I'm processing it, but like three days later, I'm like, what? I don't remember that. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to go back and read like the last few chapters because I'm having some issues with some things that some certain characters said Mm. that for maybe people who haven't read the books don't quite know. And even if you've seen the movies, you need to read the books. The movies just don't, do the books justice they're good movies but there's just a lot of other things that happen in the books that just make the characters um when i watched all the movies i had certain opinions about certain characters Mm. now that i've read all the books i have different opinions about those exact same characters because the character development is a little bit different in the books than it is in the movies Mm. um not to mention longer so you get more development of those characters Mm. um the first of the seventh movies, it's not bad, but when you watch a movie right off the back of finishing the book to mm-hmm. it, everything is so fresh to me that I'm like, they didn't say that. <laughs> they didn't do that. <laughs> That's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. Like, at one point I had paused it, like, maybe ten minutes in, and I'm already bitching. And Sean's like, Stacey, I'm not going to listen to you, bitch, every ten minutes. I'll just go downstairs. (laughs) And he hasn't watched any of the movies with me. Like, I've been doing this all on my own. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, listen, just because it's your off day doesn't mean that I'm going to change my routine (laughs) that I've had since August. (laughs) Fuck you. Like, (laughs) You're in my time right now. Well, here's, I, have, I have a question. Cause I, <laughs> did you pause the movie a bitch by yourself when you were watching I the didn't movie? have to pause it to bitch by myself when I was watching it by myself. I would just like bitch as it was happening. Okay. You know, like sometimes verbally, sometimes mentally. But I, there were a few times where I was verbally out loud bitching to no one but myself in a room <laughs> all alone about a world that doesn't exist. I mean, if that's not insanity. Like, <laughs> oh, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Oh, no. Like at first, the first few movies, I was like, okay, well, this is like not how it went down. But it was like really um, like subplots. Right. So it's like not that big of a deal. As the movies and the books have gotten further, they are changing main plot stuff now. Mm-hmm. I got an issue with that. 
Don't change. You want to like leave out some of the little side missions or whatever that go on. Fine. I get it. You got to cram all this shit <laughs> into two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. This is why they broke up the last book into two movies. Because no. there's a lot that happens. That, but That's not the reason why they broke up the last I mean, I'm sure it was money. Sure. Know, the more movies we can make, the more money we can make. But, like, I don't want to think about it that way. Okay. <laughs> because I'm really into it right now. Um, to be honest, I think that book six should have been split up into two movies. If they were going to split anything in half mm-hmm. to, like, increase profits, it should have been book six. Because there was a lot that happened in book six that it just didn't. None of it happened in movie six. You were like, where the fuck? What? <laughs> um, which is the Half-Blood Prince movie um, and book. So tomorrow, while Sean's at work, I'm going to watch part two of The Deathly Hollows, um, And probably bitch to myself the whole entire time. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the half. I, re- I I I sat. I thought today we're gonna be a double feature day. Yeah, I really did. So I'm like, you know what? I got off today. We'll be able to squeeze up, you know, squeeze up both movies. And you know, I I can't watch him with him, Ed. Yeah. No, because I want a bitch, and he doesn't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't like. I'm I. It's I've only seen the the movies a handful of times. Right. And I got this beautiful collector's edition set. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's the really, for those people who want to know, it's the really, really, really expensive one where it comes in like a chest and it's got secret compartments and it's yeah. got it's got the locket from the from the movie in it and it's like a scroll that tells you how legitimate this thing is and it's got it's 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 gorgeous mm-hmm. and I've only maybe like popped it in like a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, I part of it's because <sighs> there's some manufacturing problems with the disc. Where the movie will freeze and then jump in time, so mm. I know they're defective discs. Mm. I don't know who to go to and go. Look, uh, give me another one, because I think it might because it was so ma- wasn't mass produced as much. It might be harder to find those. Mm. So I'm thinking about just going into Best Buy and go. Yeah, you know what? Here's the bo- here's the box set. It's real. It's like thirty bucks, and I'll just buy it and do it that way. Yeah, you know, it'd just be easier and have it on the shelf. So in case if I ever really want to watch the Harry Potter movies, I have them. But if I want to watch all the special features, I got the set for it. Right. You know, I still don't even know what's on that secret disc because there's a a, sec- a disc hidden in it. I know how to get to it. Okay, I, I was saying, did I, you no, find no, it? No, I found it's it. It's secret, but I can't find it's it. secret, I can't find it. I found it, and I, I, I don't know what's on it because I never really, I was like, I'll watch all the movies and watch all the special features, and I'm going to get, because sometimes I do get immersed in, into the Harry Potter world. Yeah. And I'm gonna, but I'm more about the, the magic of making the movie than it is about the movie itself. Yeah, because that's so, fascinating as well. Right. Yeah. And, you know, here's three kids who grew up through this whole series. And you, can, you what was interesting is that when you watch it, it's always like they're that age or they're older talking about the first movie. And it's really funny sometimes to be like, yeah, we had no idea what we're doing. And we're two people with kids. And, <laughs> you know, and thankfully there are people there who helped. You know, like I know that throughout the, the behind the scenes stuff, they talk about. Um, Snape a lot mm. you know so it's always like about how fun he was to work with believe it or not and yeah. it's like like today when we were watching the movie and he, he, he know how he's got that voice yes you know and I'm like man I really miss him yes you know Alan Rickman it was just that that voice that very pronounced and she's like did he always does he always because he uses that voice in what other movie do you know Alan so, Rickman is not Snape for me Alan Rickman for me is Judge Turpin from Sweeney Todd it's okay. who he is for me. All right. So, like, when I hear his voice and see his voice, I hear him 
singing because he has a singing moment in Sweeney. And surprisingly, he actually sings really, really well. Um, so when I hear him, I'm like, oh, Pretty Women, <laughs> you know, like mm. which is the name of the song that he sings. Right. I don't see Snape. I mean, now I might see Snape. Probably not because I've, I've watched Sweeney Todd so many times. For us, he'll always be Hans Gruber. Yes, or or the Sheriff of Nottingham, depending on when you when you. Saw well, actually, him. for me, it's more of Dogma. Right. He played the angel. He played Metatron. Jonathan. Yes, the voice of God. Uh, that was that was to me the the best. Like one of the best because it was like comedic and like serious at the same time. Or then really he great. knocks it out of the park with Galaxy Quest. Yes, oh, it's yes. like. But he, she's like, he always has that voice, and she was like, does he always talk like that, or is that a thing? I'm like, always. Every role he's got that voice. It's like I, you could just read the phone book, and I'd be like, oh, say more. <laughs> can, we, can we get to my name? <laughs> say my name, please, <laughs> Sean Richmond. Because <laughs> yes. Yeah, He's very, he's very pronounced in his words, or how very. he's pronounced, you know, and it's very on point. So like, now I want to see Dogma. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a great movie. Yeah, it is. You want know, to, to make you watch that one? Tell me how to live my life. That is a great movie. All right, so. So, so was what inconsistencies did you see in part one? Like she was kind of. You want like, me to go all through? No, no, no. Any major plot points that you want to? Um. Okay. Comes to mind right think, away. Let me think. I, I started this in <laughs> August. Okay, so this has been a long time that I've been every single day reading Harry Potter or watching mm. these movies, um, which is not nearly as long as people who started when it first came out. I mean, in reality, Harry Potter's been around for like almost 21 years now. Um, 97 <sighs> is when it came out. Wow. For like yeah. the first time ever. Um, wow. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> you know how late I feel getting on this train? <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> like, that's true. <laughs> um, I mean, better late than ever. <laughs> Um, to be Harry, honest, Harry's now now he's what do you call it? Harry can buy a drink in his own bar. <laughs> he's twenty one years old. I mean, he could do that a long time ago because apparently, okay, Harry's parents <laughs> died in nineteen eighty. Okay, which means that Harry started all of this. No, sorry, Harry's parents died in nineteen ninety, which means Harry started all of this in nineteen ninety one. Okay, um. I think is or the years. It's either eighty and eighty one or ninety and ninety one, which I realize is like a whole ten years different. Yeah, really? But I just seen like an article about it the other day saying that Harry Potter is so much older than like when it was happening in ninety seven, it wasn't taking place in ninety seven. Right, okay. You know what I mean? Like he's older than what you think he is. Not okay. like by his years, because he's you know, he was eleven. It started right. when he was eleven. Right. But when little kids started reading this in ninety seven, ninety eight at that point in time, Harry would have already been really grown because right. of when his parents died and like when all of this gotcha. happened. Gotcha. Okay, so you're saying um, that when you when let's say he was born in 1980, by the time the first book came out, he would have already been grown. He would have aged. It's yeah. now, now, now doing some googling. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Because so, he was a year when his parents died, and right. I can't remember if his parents died in 1980 or 1990. Okay. All right. Um, it may have been his parents died in 1980. And then in 91 is when he went to Hogwarts. He, right, when he got his... his uh, oh. Harry Potter was born on July 31st, 1980. See? 
Wow. So the fact that in 1997, Harry right. Potter was playing an 11-year-old. Right, gotcha. In reality, in 1991, Harry Potter would have been an 11-year-old. Do you see how, like, the timeline? Sure. You know, like, the real... Right so, now, so now Harry Potter can get his his retirement check. Yes. Well, <laughs> I'm, sure. I'm more finding humorous as if this is actual autobiography. Hush your like, mouth. Like, when Harry was born, I'm Hush like... Hush your mouth. Um, All right. I'm not, this is real to her. This is it is Wait, real. You know this is real for me. Here's the problem I have with the whole movie. Then, yeah, not a single touch of '80s at all in it. There was no big hair. There was no David Bowie. There was no like, that's yeah, there was no punk like in no 80, punk. '80s yeah. punk English England punk. That's because no one put those dates together until like it all had after had happened. Oh, you know what okay. I mean? And he didn't actually go to Hogwarts. And you didn't start seeing stuff until the early '90s. Now it still should have been different, but like the old car that him and Ron. Right. And the Weasleys ride off in, and it is an older car. You know what I'm saying? So, like, some of the stuff, you're like, mm, maybe. In the Dursley's house, the way she's dressed and stuff like that is a little okay. old. Right. You got to, like, really get down to, like, the details. Okay. Um, I'm not going to spoil the differences between the okay. books and the movies. Okay. Um, But I will say that there are books within the books that I need for J.K. Rowling to release. You know, like, she has released the Quidditch book that's in the books. Mm. Obviously, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is becoming a huge thing. Um, But there's a book in there, in the very last book, called The Life and Lies of Albus Dumbledore. I'm going to email JK and be like, hey, (laughs) (laughs) I need that. Because Voldemort and Dumbledore are my two favorite characters in the entire thing. Um, which is funny because they're kind of like the opposites. Right. But one of the same. It's very predictable for me. But I need to know about the life and lies of Albus Dumbledore. I need that in my life. J.K. Rowling, make it happen. I will buy it. Because she listens. <laughs> J.K. Rowling's like, now I need to change my email address again. Sean just told me today, he was like, she's really good about retweeting people that tweet her. Yeah, like, like if someone's like, got like, a question. the idea in my head. I didn't come up with that on my own. Like, it came she, from him. There's been a couple cases where like, you know, um, she's actually responded to people's questions because it might be like, like, um, Back when they were doing the Cursed Child play, uh-huh. um, the actress who plays Hermione Granger is African. Oh, I wouldn't say African American, but she's I guess British African. I don't know. I mean, right. she's not of the Caucasian race. Okay. That way. And um, people had a, people got pretty p- p- pissy about it. And J.K. is like, well, if you actually read the description of her in the book, I just said she's a mousy girl with kinky hair. Right, and, like. <laughs> I never said she was a white girl, like, you know. I mean, but, but let's face it: when you think of Harry, Hermione, and Ron, that that forevermore it's going to be those three. What? Wait, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, it, it's it's going to be bad, but I'm going to do it anyway. So, so then you're telling me Ron's in the jungle love? <laughs> I, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> sure. <laughs> You know, he's got jungle fever. Jungle fever, that's yes. it. Sure, why not? Uh, yeah. You know? Dark as berry is sweeter than juice. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, anyway. <laughs> well, so um, so I guess I won't be seeing part seven anytime soon. I'll, <laughs> I'll have to ask when I come home. So, honey, how was your day? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bitch for like 30 minutes. <laughs> well, I watched Harry Potter Part Seven. This is wrong, and this is wrong, and I didn't like this, and this is different than the book. I'd be like, okay, so you're just like everybody else. There is nothing like I here. Let me. 
I'll hook you up with some Stephen King fans and they all complain. And, or my favorite is the Dexter novels are completely different than the TV show. Completely. Yeah. And, I, and I'm reading them going, I really wish they would have done that in the show. I'm like, Great. But the way that everybody has to go through that, I have to go through that you're too. Right. You're right. It's like, don't take my shine. I'm not, I'm not taking your shine, babe. I'm, I'm empathizing. I'm like, I, I understand. I've been there. Sympathizing, actually. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. So, so, since we've been talking about what's coming, what, what we've been watching at home, Ed, why don't you tell us what's sitting pretty on the box office? Okay, well, well, the first one, of course, is Batman Gotham by Gaslight's coming on Blu-ray. Well, no, I mean, you don't have a top five movies this week? I guess not. No. Never mind. It's okay. Thursday. It's Thursday. Well, I, all right. How's we already we did, we did last right. Sunday. You're, right, you're right. right. You're right. I apologize. <laughs> So all right, so, Ed, so why don't you just go tell us what's coming out in Blu-ray and DVD? There you go. I'll just hear and drink my iced tea. <laughs> uh, Gotham by Gaslight, Batman, Gotham by Gaslight is coming on Blu-ray and DVD this week. So uh, this Tuesday, the 6th, yep. is coming out. So uh, look forward to, forward to that. I'm actually looking forward to that. I actually, Me too. I got the comic book way back, I think in yeah. the 90s or whatever it was, and I, liked, I really enjoyed it. So I, I was telling wait. Sean I'll probably break mine out and read it like the, before we watch it. Just to um, <laughs> so she can just go, to see the differences. She goes, That's <laughs> not in the graphic novel. Yeah, but it's different when it's a graphic novel because it's a little bit old baby graphic novel that they got to make into a movie, right. you know, like with the Killing Joke. Yeah, it but, was a little different. You, mm. you take off the stupid Barbara Gordon stuff, all of that. Right. You can kind of, and then it's an animated movie, so right. it's a little different. When it's these big, huge books with these big, huge movies, you feel right. like they could have done more. Animated movies don't do that to me as much. All right. Who else you got coming out? Uh, Bad Moms Christmas is coming out this week as well. I just wanted to see the first one. I really wanted to see the Bad Moms movie. I did because <laughs> it's got Mila Kunis in it, who I adore. Yeah. It's got Christabel in it, who I adore. I'm like, and they're playing moms and they're bad. And I kind of want to see that. You know, <laughs> it could be funny. And it must have been funny enough to make a lot of money and to spawn a sequel where they bring their moms in. And I'm like, I like Susan Sarandon. Of course she'd be that girl's mom. Oh, and... Rob Krasinski, or the, the the you would know her from uh, um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the one that that the Grinch was in love with. Oh, Martha May Huvier. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> she she can roll that name, right? <laughs> Not a problem. But God forbid, with Danny McBride. <laughs> She's, she's in it, and I'm like, oh, makes sense. All right. You're like, I kind of want to see them. All right, so what else you got? <laughs> Hold on, Ed's. He derailed them in a second. All right, okay. Uh, Boys is coming out on Blu ray for the first time, the one one Winona Ryder movie. So. Wait, what, the Winona Ryder Boys movie? Yeah, it's called Boys. It's, uh, she gets, uh, she's basically uh, hiding away, I think, if, uh, I forget from law or something like that, and she ends up um, going to an all-boys school, and they kind of hide her. They cut her hair. And, like, they, they, oh, yeah. okay. To, like, Mulan? <laughs> In a way, yeah. Okay. Modern-day Mulan, yes. Okay. Sinbad in the Seven Seas is coming out on Blu-ray for the first time. This is the uh, Lou Ferrigno Sinbad movie. So, I'm Sinbad. <laughs> I'm Sinbad. I'm Sinbad the Teller. <laughs> boop, boop. <laughs> Give me away my bandage. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right, well, uh, Spooky and the Bandit, the 40th anniversary edition is coming out on Blu-ray this week. Wow, I was seven years old when I saw that in the theaters? Yeah. Holy moly. <laughs> I saw that in the movie theater. Oh, I saw it right down the better, walked right down the corner, because we had a corner of the better movie theater. It was me, I think my mom, my dad, watched that. Oh, I love that movie. 
He'll punch your mama right in the mouth. <laughs> God, I love that movie. <laughs> hey, what else is coming out? Uh, as uh, they're doing now two packs of, of different things, SpongeBob, uh, SquarePants movie, then Squ- SpongeBob uh, movie, uh, Sponge Out of Water 2 is coming out as a two-box set in Blu-ray, 10 Cloverfield Lane and Cloverfield as a two-movie collection on Blu-ray. Okay. And the Nut Job and Nut Job Nutty by Nature Two is also coming out as a two-part collector's edition. All right. Then we have the Don Knotts Five Movie Collection, which I go, why bother? These are not any of the movies you would want to see. <laughs> like, okay, does well, it? Well, the Ghost of Mr. Chicken is probably the only one. The Ghost of Mr. Chicken. Okay, and what about the one where he's talking to the fish? Where he's the fish? What's the, the Incredible Mr. Limpet? The Incredible Mr. Limpet. That's that, not in that list. What the fuck do you care? Right. <laughs> those are the two. Those are the big ones. Yes. The reluctant, the uh, the ghost of Mr. Chicken, the reluctant astronaut. That's not too bad. All right. The shakiest gun in the West and the love god, and how to frame a a fig is the how to frame a fig. fig, Yes. The fruit. I don't know. Like a fig. I actually never saw that movie, so I don't know. I've seen all the other movie movies. Like like that fig Newtons are made out of. I I, I got questions. (laughs) (laughs) What's the name of the movie? How to frame a fig. How to frame. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> How like to... it's fig a person? Why would you frame a fruit? I haven't see. I mm-mm. no, sir. That just okay. doesn't. While you're looking that up, I'll move on. All right. Uh, the <sighs> kids in the hall. The complete collection is coming out on DVD. Don't you have that? What kids in the hall? I feel like I I've seen that. I do. Um, I do, but it's probably Blu-ray. Uh, no, that's actually. Uh, oh, you know what? No, no, I'm sorry. I apologize because it's not only is it a TV show, but they did some internet stuff too. Mm. So it's like the complete, complete edition. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, I've seen that. Yeah, I have it at home. I have the okay. the first run. It's just the TV show. And then they did a movie. I think it was called Full Candy or something like that. Yeah. And then they did some like webisodes type stuff. Cool. You know? mm-hmm. Let's go. It's really funny. And Bosom Buddies, the complete series is coming out. See, that's what I kind of want, want. You want Tom Hanks' first I want show. Bosom Buddies, man. I love that show. It's uh, Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari. They... um. Uh, you, if you saw his face, I know who go, Tom Hanks is. Right, if you saw Peter Scolari, you would go, "Oh my God, that's so and so." We talked about it because he's a voice in uh, the Polar Express, and I was like, "No, Tom Hanks is the voice." So is Peter Scolari. I don't think you're right. Okay, anyway, I'll just keep going to, and wait for the. Oh, you're so right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari. They they need a rent control. Oh, department. I know this guy. I know this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know who this guy is. And how do you know him? Um, he was in, I think, a Disney show. I think he was a dad in a Disney show. I think. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm waiting for the... Oh, he was a voice. <laughs> so anyway, um, <laughs> they play two guys right. who need a place to stay because their place got torn down and they're mm-hmm. advertising guys. And they, Tom Hanks is in love with Donna Dixon, who's a gorgeous blonde back in the day in mm-hmm. the 80s. And they go into an all women's apartment because that was around the 80s that was weird now that I think about it <laughs> like, it might have been good in like in the 50s or, or, or 40s but it's the 80s <laughs> and and they have to dress as women to live there so they have like alter egos they're women when they're at home well actually starting like the late eight, late 70s but well, no yeah. it really doesn't make that much of a difference right but even still like but, they have like all ladies housing well it's probably because it's New York they probably have old standards I mean there's always there was just because it's not as standard normal as as we see it today, 
back then. It was sure. probably something okay. that's still like li- lingering around, but just not <coughs> talked about as much because it's not as popular. So they don't really. All right. All right. Yeah. And by the way, the um the the had a frame of fig. Yes. It's a movie, and it's uh, the city commissioner of Dalton, Bill Zuckert has been embezzling money from public funds, and he's now worried that the city's bookkeepers will find out. So he replaces the three best numbers crunchers with Leo, an accounting computer, and promotes incompetent holiest Fig, played by Don Knotts, to feed the machine the raw data. Unfortunately for the commissioner, Fig's promotion has gone to his head, and he isn't long before he discovers what's been going on. There. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I mean, like you said, I did see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Don Knotts is a fine comedian. Don Knotts was awesome when he replaced when he when he bought we call it Jack Tripper's building. Yes, and he was you know the Mr. Furley. Mr. Furley. <laughs> the guy gets a man's visual. Face. I love doing that Furley face. That... <laughs> oh, classic. <laughs> anyway, so what else you got? Uh. All in the Family season one through five is coming out as a box set. Wow! Yes. Why they just? I'm sure there's probably the whole four more season. seasons. Like, oh, I don't know why they did the first time. I'm surprised you can't find it all in a one big box set now. Why? Right, but you know, that's what's coming out this week. Re- <laughs> this week is repackaging <laughs> the lower right. price. All right. Anything else coming out? That is it for uh, movies and TV. Uh, which I, I have no honorable mentions because I don't have a screen in front of me to be right. like, hey, uh, Darkest Desires Part 3 with Don Knotts in it now. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> Stacey's I'm co- going through Peter Scolari. I'm going through his IMDb. Uh-huh. And he's done a lot of stuff. Yes. But a lot of like the TV shows, it's like one episode, two episodes, yes. five episodes. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. The only thing that I can think that I might have actually watched that he was in a lot. No, he was only in one of those. (laughs) (laughs) Is Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show, which ran from 1997 to 2000. And he was in 66 episodes of it. So he was probably the Rick Moranis character, the dad. Mm -hmm. I think he was. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember he used to watching that show. Wayne Selinski. Yeah, all right. That's who he played then. So maybe that's where I'm seeing... Probably. I can't. The other things, I'm like, one episode, I don't think I'd have remembered his face that well off like one or two yeah, episodes. Yeah, but if you see him in one episode on a lot of those TV shows, if you've seen his face kind of. Yeah, but like a lot of them, I haven't seen a oh, lot okay. of these shows. It's got to be from the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I was a kid at that point, so. Just, it's possible. I mean, y'all weren't kids. I was. <laughs> see, uh, we Ouch. know from Blizzard Buddies, and then he was in Newhart. Yes, he played the like yes. the, the I don't know what for, for the character, but he was a totally completely because he was like sound like an uppity kind of snooty kind of guy, and it was a real change from his likable character from Bosom Buddies. It was just a, I just remember it was one of those things where it's like okay, you got these two guys who are on the same path, and then Tom Hanks skyrockets into stardom, and Peter Scolari kind of putters out. Like and I think Tom Hanks. The reason why is because. Tom Hanks got Splash, mm-hmm. then he got big. big. He got like all those. <laughs> the he movie got big. big, and then he got huge as far as an actor. <laughs> and the next thing you know, he's now Tom Hanks, yes. like two-time Oscar winner. Peter Scolari is like, I know that guy back when we used to wear dresses together. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to unzip him a couple times. <laughs> I had to go, Tom, your wig's on crooked. <laughs> you know. I wonder if Tom still talk. I wonder if they still talk. 
Oh, I can't, I can't imagine. Like, I'm, I, I can imagine they're still friends because Tom Hanks is not one of those actors. Yeah, he that, like, seem that guy. Yeah. Like, like, uh, fuck you. I'm, I'm moving on to bigger things. Like, he's all like the nicest guy. Ever. I don't know nothing that you're talking about, bosom buddies. I'm sure he'd probably be like, no, I remember those days. Those were good days. You're struggling actor. You pick any role. He'll always be the drunk, un- uh, drunk uncle for Alex P. Keaton That's right. uh, on Family Ties. Yes. Oh God, that was a good episode. It was a good episode. Oh, it was like it was a very special episode of Family Ties. Alex P. Keaton meets his drunk uncle. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good episode. Anyway, so go ahead. What else you got? Uh, video games. Video games. What's coming out this week in video games? Ed? Uh, Shadow of the Colossus by Sony Computer Entertainment <sighs> America for the PS4, and that's a Friday, a Tuesday release. That I'm not really sure about. Here, here's 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 why it is a remastered edition of a PS2 game mm-hmm. that they remastered for the PS3 at some point in time, uh-huh. and it's a sequel to a game Ico, mm-hmm. and I played it for the PS3. Fuck, is it boring? Like it's one of those. It's <laughs> you took my lie because <laughs> yes. I had it for the PS2. Yeah. God, it was a boring game. It was it so was, boring. How boring was it? It was so boring that I thought I fell asleep and finished the game. <laughs> like, it, it was so, like, don't get me wrong. I guess for the time, people either love this game or hate this game. I, don't, I wouldn't say I hate the game, but I'm just like, oh, really? Out of all the games you could pick, that's... It took and forever. It took it took freaking forever to do the, it. The concept of the game, babe, is I'm sure you probably never heard of it. It's you're a kid and you need to save the princess who has technically died, and the only way to re, to bring her back from life is getting this revival spell. But the po- the parts, the components for that spell lies within the bodies of these giant colossuses or colossi. You know, so your whole job is to kill these colossuses this is and and get the part and get the stuff but it's like an open world thing and you have a horse and there's no talking no i don't remember any talking. no there's no there's it's, no talking it's a lot of reading and it's a lot of that enya music where it's like la, la, yeah, it's la, very boring la. and it's a desert like you just look yeah. out and the, the great beyond and there's a white light way in the distance that's the that's the Colossus, and you've got to ride to it. It's not like you can do like a There's jump. No fast travel. There's no fast travel at all. You have, you literally like travel for feels like hours. And it's not and just to ride this horse. There's nothing there to like. You figure okay, well if you got to go over there, there's stuff to kill on the way. Nope. Nothing. Every character is like its own level. So like you you'd have to ride out there and ride, and it's like, oh okay. And it's not like, oh, 30 seconds later. It's sometimes it's like a five-minute ride, and you're like, this sucks. Once like, it took me 20 minutes to get to one of them. And it, was like, it felt like every minute of it, you were going to finally get there. And then you go, how am I supposed to get on that to kill it? Because it's a giant. It's basically right. like a giant. You're a small kid. You're, uh, you're maybe like the screen, maybe what, an inch tall. Yeah. And the Colossus takes the whole screen, and you're like, fuck. Like, what the <laughs> fuck am I supposed to do with that? Like, shit. <laughs> And then, you know, you, you do the job, and you're like, and then it's like, oh, I got it, yay. And you're like, whew. Oh, no, I got to do it again. I think again, 15 more times. Yeah. Because there were 16 colossus. Yeah, and you just gotta, it's like, 
And of course, everyone in my work is like, oh my God, I can't wait to play it. And I'm sitting there going, I don't think you remember this game the way you think you should remember this game. <laughs> this is not the game you're thinking of. Like, I mean, I, maybe at the time you really, really loved it, but you're an adult now. When you try to sit that down and you try playing that game, you're going to be bored as fuck because we, we live in a world where it's like the moment you start a game, you got bullets flying or you're doing some sort of action adventure. Or yeah. even if it's just a, a general role-playing game, you just get to, there's nothing there. Yep. I'll probably have to borrow it. Just to, <laughs> just, <laughs> just to see how boring it just is. Just remind myself how boring it is. Because it looks gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. I'm looking it at it. Beautiful and landscapes. It, it was beautiful then. And the remastered. So like more boring than, oh, what was the name of that game that you played? No Man's Sky. No, there it is. No Man's Sky. Because um, that was boring. No, it was duller than No Man's Sky. You, oh, didn't, yeah. you didn't see him play No Man's Sky. Yet. That was bad. That was boring. I heard they improved that game. I was going to bring it home listen, just to try it out. No. No. <laughs> no, you're not. You're going to wait in Texas for a week. I'll, uh, I'll take it home then. I'm going to set up a camera in the room. You're not even going to know. You're never there. Uh, okay. All right. You'll sure. see. Okay, babe. Watch. All right. <laughs> so what did you do all again? I played No Man's Sky. And she's going to get so mad. Like... <laughs> I will call Southwest and be like, I need a refund on that second ticket. <laughs> Polly, can I have my job back? It's not, it's not No Man's Sky. It's what the other things he's going to do. I'm going to be sitting there boarded on my skull and playing No Man's Sky. I heard they had a whole bunch of stuff and some level. I'm like, I'm going to have to revisit that game. Just revisit, not buy. That's a difference. You know, it's like, hey, I, you know, I heard that. Hey, you know that town you used to live in where they remodeled everything. Oh, maybe I'll swing by the old neighborhood and see what's going on. You know, that kind of thing. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's a no with look on her face. <laughs> she thinks. I'm like, okay, honey. <laughs> Tomorrow, babe, look what I brought home. Slam. But I live here. <laughs> Not no more. Now you're no man, not only no man sky, no man house, no man woman, no man car. <laughs> okay. Guess I'll bring it back. <laughs> yeah, that's that guy. Anyways, what else got? The seven, seven, the seven, the seven deadly sins, Knights of Britannia by Bandai Namco Entertainment America Incorporated for the PS4. That's a Friday release. Yeah, and another another game. I'm assuming the seven deadly sins are involved in it, and it's not in the, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow box, head in a box type good. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, under the under night in birth, oh, you son of a bitch. Under night in birth X latest by Axis Games Incorporated for the PS4, and that's a Friday release. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, apparently, seven deadly sins. Is action oriented. It's high tension and fast paced action fighting style is expected the popular. I don't know. It's an anime I mean, series. Now, Britannia, I'm going to say, I thought Britannia was, um, what do you call it? The, uh, wasn't that a, a series of video games? Where it was, oh, I can't remember the name of the game. Fuck. No. Nah. <coughs> I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I can't I, I couldn't, couldn't Whatever. Tell you. All right, so under the night in birth, X late, explore the unknown. Play through an all-new chronicle mode unravels the mystery behind the events and characters in mysterious Hollow Knight. Ooh, okay. 
And what else you got there? Ed? And finally, Dragon Quest Builders by Square Enix for the Switch, and that's a Friday release. Oh, okay. Um, that's the game. Uh, I think uh, our friend. Ed... I have played Dragon Quest Builders. Yeah. Okay. It's Minecraft, <laughs> but a little cooler. <laughs> a little cooler. Yeah. The only thing that bothers me really bad about Dragon Quest Builders is the music. It's like <sighs> Zelda. Oh, yeah. Like original Zelda music. Not oh. like cool Zelda music now, because Zelda music now is like way cooler. Mm. But it's like original Zelda music where like you mute your TV while you play because you can't hear that one tune over and over oh. and over and over, right? That's how it is. And then the little people <laughs> look like fatheads. Okay. You know, like, um, like pop figure dolls, mm. like real big head. You know, it's, it's really weird. Um, and then the there's like this little motorcycle that floats like a hover motorcycle I okay. guess that you can ride around on but I can't drive it because I can only go forward and back Holden can go he's much better at it than me which pisses me off because he's, he's five, five. <laughs> <laughs> you know but it's like once you push a button you just fly forward even though like you really just want to like you know go and turn <laughs> I, can't, I can't the controls I can't get down well uh, enough okay. but it's kind of like Minecraft you bust blocks down build blocks up um I don't think you actually, like, craft anything, though. Okay. You know, so there's real, no real building involved? <laughs> no, you build. You, uh, Or maybe I'm not playing in the... This, there and might it, be multiple modes for it. Right, Because okay. it's, it's whatever Holden plays. Right. Um, but it's... it's With Minecraft, you can get, um, like, sand and glass and fire and then right. craft it at a crafting table when it makes another block that ultimately you're just going to build with. With what, at least what Holden and I have played in Dragon Quest Builders, you already have the blocks. Okay. It's kind of like my creative mode in Minecraft, except there's bad guys. Okay. And they're like the little, I mean, it's, it's just weird. <laughs> All right. It All is, right. It's just weird. All right. So uh, I guess we're going on to the news. That's right. All right. Now, so we're doing this Red Robin style. That's right. We're doing this, going to do this around the room type of thing. All right. And uh, the I duck, will. Duck, duck, style? <laughs> I will start. Since, okay. Uh, since technically, it's my week, but. Uh, I didn't uh, fully prepare. I got news articles for everybody, but uh, That's right. I didn't read them. So, That's but right. uh, we're going to share. We're going to share this. Yeah. Sharing is caring. <laughs> so I will start. Since we were talking about Tom Hanks earlier, uh-huh. about those buddies, apparently he's going to do another role. <laughs> and it's going to be another real life person. I, yeah, I am so annoyed. <laughs> At this article on multiple reasons. <laughs> Go ahead. What is, who's he playing? He's going to play Mr. Rogers for Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. <laughs> okay, first, I'm going to say this right out the gate. Brilliant casting. <laughs> because if anybody can play Mr. Rogers, it's Tom Hanks. <laughs> um, I, I, there's nobody else out there that I could trust with the Tom, with the Mr. Rogers role than Tom Hanks. I, I can't fault that. My problem is... Is that Tom Hanks has played has two Oscars, one for playing a real person and one playing for playing a fake person, <laughs> and it seems to me like he's fallen into this. Um, if it's not a Dan Brown novel, it's real life person. Yes, it's like if you need like Tom Hanks is going to play us in a movie, both of us. <laughs> you would be honored. I totally would be honored. <laughs> but it's like Tom Tom Hanks can't. Did he play, play a real person in that movie, The Circle? No, you know he didn't. No, Boom. it was a fake. You're person. welcome. I mean, it was probably a Steve Jobs type person, but 
No one saw that. But he one. wasn't That's the same a real a terrible person. movie. Apparently, no yeah. one saw it. But all the ones he's getting the, all the glory. It's it's the post. We call it um, Philadelphia. Sully, the what do you call it? The Captain Phillips. Yeah. It's like, hey, we need somebody who's who's like. Forrest Gump wasn't a real person. Forrest Gump was not a real person. Right. He got an Oscar for that. Yeah, that's why I said in the beginning he won an Oscar for playing a real person. Woody's not a real person. You're right. Woody's not a real person. He's a toy. <laughs> Very astute of you. Yes. That's, yes. The he children is real. Uh, what? Yeah. The children is real. real. Sure. Or sure. It, or he get his brother to do the voiceover work if he's Tom's not available. Don't say that. Tom Hanks is Woody. You're right. And but Woody it, is Tom Hanks. You're right. But There's it, a snake in his boot. There's a snake in my boot. Yeah, I know. But his brother does the voice for all the video games. Oh, it's not, that's not the That's not the point. Uh, that, was, that, that what you heard was someone digging their feet in the sand and going, <laughs> I do not believe that. That is not true. Tom Hanks is Woody. <laughs> <laughs> the original Mr. Rogers ran from 1968 to 2001. Wow. And we lost Mr. Rogers back in 2003. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? I'm looking forward to it. I love Tom Hanks also played Walt Disney. Yeah, no, I was just saying. This I, fucking son of a bitch. I, I was, you just took my line, I was going to say, because I think he did a great job playing Walt. I mean, I don't, I never met Walt. Before, <laughs> <laughs> obviously. I know the guy. I didn't really know the guy, but I've seen a lot of footage. And I, I appreciate think, his world and the, his land, and I go there quite often, but I never really met Walt. <laughs> but from what I've seen of Walt Disney in, like, uh, interviews and, and television right. and all that kind of stuff, he kind of really personified Walt in, in, in the movie. I thought it really great job in that I, so. I, look I'm going to see it too because I mean I don't know about Stacy but we grew up on Mr. Rogers Neighborhood mm. it was Sesame Street Electric Company Mr. Rogers Neighborhood that's ingrained in our like w Morgan Freeman will always be easy reader to me he'll yeah. be nobody else he taught me to read when I was a kid him and Spider-Man <laughs> 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 you know so it was like alright so to see Tom Hanks playing, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm in. I I don't know how interesting of a story. I really don't know much about Fred Rogers as a person, other than he wanted to be my neighbor. You know, well, there's there's there, there you've got to look on YouTube for it, but there is an interview where he goes to Congress basically <laughs> right. in the '60s, and he tells Congress why public television needs funding. Right, and he he really like lays it out as you know, and he really puts his heart in, like out on the table kind of thing, and just tells stories and tell what he does, and basically Congress could do like what could they do? They like they like, gave the funding. Well, yeah, because like, those kids are like well, it's Mr. Rogers. Hi, boys and girls. Hello, Congress. This is the reason why we need funding. Yes, and he's a minister. Mr. Rogers was a minister, and he was also in the he. Uh, study child development in college right so he was this he was like the perfect candidate for mr roger you no know, you know i mean I'll, I'll i will never like him won't you be my neighbor hell he was so popular that eddie murphy had mr robinson's neighborhood <laughs> like that's how popular mr rogers was is that eddie murphy was able to do a phenomenal spoof <laughs> on him for saturday night live won't you be my neighbor <laughs> This is how we dance at the door in our neighborhood, kids. Who is it? What you want? What you want? Or go up to your mommy and say, bitch. I'll wait. <laughs> Did she slap you? 
then you said it right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I hope they have a bit like that. <laughs> I mean, uh, like I said, we'll see it. I'm sure when, when did they have a release date? No, it was just announced this week that it's happening. <coughs> and he is, he's excited to do the role. Obviously. Of course he is. Yeah. It's Tom Hanks. Yes. Tom Hanks is, is excited about every role he gets. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still working. You know, I don't think Tom Hanks is ever going to have to worry about that. You know, Really? I think Tom Hanks, like, as long as he's going to be willing to play a real person... I, I, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I mean, like, like <coughs> I hope he has roles for no. us in his life. Ed's going to throw some shade Tom Hanks' way. Is that just... But I'm just saying that every actor thinks that they're going to last forever, and they don't. I mean, it's just <coughs> because of age or because of uh, roles that they pick. They, they, you know, like, like one day, like this week, Mr. Rogers could come out and it could bomb. You know, You're the, right. you know, You're bad, right. bad marketing or just. Like, uh, you know, they thought that was the worst impression of, of Mr. Rogers ever portrayed on television or film, you know, guy kind of thing. And they'll just throw it in the, you know, way. And and that could end his career. And then, and then you know, they'll be like, you know, Tom's like, can I get another job? Like, nope. I don't know. You know. See, I think Tom, I wouldn't say Tom's critic proof because, I mean, I, I, I never saw the Inferno movie where he reprised his, you know, Dan Brown, you know, that, that yeah. whatever. Um, I didn't see Sully. I don't think it did super well. The Captain Phillips, I don't think did. Work. I mean, his 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 movies are kind of like middle of the road. Now the Post obviously is getting some good reviews because of what the what it pertains to. Right. I'm not rushing out in the theaters to see it. You know. But the thing is, is that like like because of the Post, it's going to keep him getting work. Getting you know, even, right. even if they're mediocre in the next two years, like if he keeps. I mean, doing these you know movies but eventually what ends up happening is is like if, if he doesn't get like that blockbuster movie that's going to be oscar buzz worthy and it doesn't do well then that could be it for him look i want to say if he if anybody can survive joe versus volcano you, you, <laughs> you're, you're, you i think he's fine yeah or the man who knew no the what was the, the red shoe one, the one with man, man one, one red shoe. shoe yes like he had some real stinkers in the past i mean I you could get into an argument that Who's Got Mail and Sleepless in Seattle is basically the same movie, movie yes. just told from a different perspective, right? And they still got the same actors in it, yeah. So it was like, all right, let's sequelize a movie that we just made and or made another version. And like I said, I think Tom Hanks, I think he's, I think he's good. I think he's, all right. You no, know, let's face it, he can still always be the voice of Toy Story. You don't really need to see him. He just go. There's a snake in my boot, and then just kind of wheel him millions. Out. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just like that. He'll always be. I think Tom Hanks. That kind of feeling is he's always he's going to go down in history as the most beloved actor of all time. Probably. I'm not. I'm disagreeing. You know, he's I, in like 30 years from now. He's going to be compared to Jimmy Stewart. Of he's going to be the Jimmy Stewart of our time. The average everyday man who yeah. you know who, who's well liked. You don't. You never hear a bad thing about Tom Hanks. He never talks bad about anybody. He's like legitimately like it seems to be like the nicest guy. Yeah. Like there's videos of a guy who he bumps into and he starts doing the big. Uh, oh, it's a kid. The kid. A couple teenagers. And he starts doing the 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 song from Big. Yeah. And Tom knew it and he sung it with him. I'm going. Him and another guy. Who's the Who's the guy that he's with in that video? Oh, I don't know. Tom Hanks is with another guy, another actor, and they both start doing yeah, it together it's like, with these two kids. It's like, come on, either he must know he, he it must be something going like, oh, I might bump into somebody. I got to brush up on this. Like, there's just something magical about Tom Hanks that makes everything fine. It's the <laughs> I'm talking to look with my hands now. It's just yeah, but there's the shady side <laughs> of Tom the Hanks, the dark side of Tom Hanks. 
we don't see it because it's, it never makes the press. That's right. <laughs> he makes sure he gets camera proofed home. He beats his dog. He, you know, it's it's Tom Hanks in public, but in, in behind closed doors, it's Thomas Hanks. Thomas Hanks. Thomas Hanks, the man you don't know, the man who <laughs> drinks, and he just kind of, you know, whips people. And he, there's a hooker dead somewhere in Seattle because of Tom Thomas Hanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the seedy side. <laughs> he, he chopped a woman in half and sewed a mermaid father. He, he runs with scissors. <laughs> <laughs> he he makes a face that will stay with him forever. <clears throat> Who's your bosom buddy? Not Thomas Hanks. Tom Hanks, sure. He's your best friend. He is your bosom buddy. Thomas Hanks doesn't give a shit about you. Right. In fact, he he wouldn't even piss on you if you were on fire. You know who I am? I'm Thomas Hanks. He stands there with both his Oscars, like "fuck you, world." I'm Thomas Hanks. Kiss my ass. But then, as soon as someone goes, "Excuse me, Tom. Why? Yes, how are you? I'm looking real forward to playing um, Mr. Rogers. He was an icon of mine growing up as a child, and I hope I can do him. Well. I'm really excited about the passion." Yeah, thank you. Have a good night. Closes the door. Motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Let's watch. Don't, don't, don't. Oh, yeah. Let me be your neighbor. Let me stick, <laughs> let me stick my fist in your butt. <laughs> I'll show you my king. <laughs> let me, I'll tie you up in my sweaters right after. I'll take off my loafer and smack you in your butt with it because I'm Thomas Hanks. I can do whatever they I want. Loafers. They, were, they were like little kid sneakers because he would lace them up. Okay. Even still, I'm gonna slip them out and give you a little spanking Remember on your when bottom. Remember he was singing the song? He would lace his shirt yeah. up. Yeah. I didn't know if I was the only one because you're like they're loafers. You don't have to lace up loafers. Right. Just slip your foot in them and go. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know. <laughs> Thomas. Well, did they take the loafers off? Yeah, he would take shoes off and put shoes on. He had like house slippers. In the beginning of it, okay. See, because this ran till 2001, so I did watch Mr. Rogers when I was a kid too. Okay. <laughs> In the beginning, he would take his shoes off because he was he would come in. Yeah, he was coming in from like he would like, take he his shoes off, right? right? He would take his sneakers off or 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 sneaker s shoes. Right. But at the end of the show, he would put them back on and then like walk you outside. Right. Remember, and while he was singing, he would have the part <coughs> where he like put his leg up on his, like crossed his leg over, right. and there was a certain way that he did it that like is forever burned on the back <laughs> of my brainstem, and he would tie his shoes sideways and never look down. Right, and as a kid who was like just like barely learning how, I'm like, how does he do that? That's magic, <laughs> right? <laughs> you're like, now I can tie my shoes without looking at them. But when you're like six years old and like you still got Velcro because you just don't get it, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like you just your bunny ears just aren't working for you. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, geez, they were lucky they had Velcro. <laughs> Why? What'd you have? We had nothing. We had Velcro. We we, we uh, had to learn to tie our shoes. Yeah, you had to you either tie your Back shoes. In our day, we had to learn to tie our shoes. We didn't have Velcro. I don't think that's right. I think y'all have. No one. I used... think some people have Velcro shoes. Nope. 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 I'm gonna look that up. Again. My, well, my phone's on three percent, so I can't do it right now. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna look it Google up. that. I just like no. 1970s Velcro shoes for kids. It's I don't gotta think. Exist. I don't think it existed. Maybe y'all's parents were like, "No, fuck that. You're gonna learn." <laughs> I mean, that's quite possible. <laughs> you know, but I don't think Velcro. When was Velcro introduced into the world? 
When, when, that's when, that's when what I'm looking at right now. Invented. <laughs> well, okay, mean. well, back in my day, we had Velcro and our shoes lit up. I know, Brain. Mind-boggling, right? We did not have light-up shoes. No, I, I believe shoes. that, okay? By the time the light-up shoe technology came around, I was a teenager, and I went, oh, man, I wish I had those. I still wish my shoes lit up when I walked. <laughs> and I'm almost 30. <laughs> and if I seen a pair of shoes that lit up in my size, oh, I got to have them bitches. <laughs> and I would like skip down the concrete. <laughs> 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 like, oh, there she is. She's right there. Just following the red bouncing lights. <laughs> no, see, that's the thing though, because technology is like really cool nowadays, right? And they have shoes that the whole bottom oh, of them lights that. up, I want and you one. can change the colors. Yeah, I kind of want. But to you can there. make like your right foot light up blue or red, and you can make like your left foot light I've up green or that. purple. And I can't fuck with I've that. I need it to like light up the same color at the same time. <laughs> I've seen that video. I kind of want those sneakers too. I don't. I don't they either wear white or black. I don't know. Those, those, what do you call it? Those PlayStation sneakers I like. Oh, those are stupid. It's <laughs> <laughs> still looking at Velcro. Well, Velcro was invented in 1955. I'm trying See? to when the Velcro shoe was made because we didn't have Velcro no, shoes. Yeah, Velcro. You, like, I, I think the first time I tied my shoe, I might have been seven by myself. There was no, okay, I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it doesn't make that noise. It makes that noise when you take it, when well, you undo then, them. Right, I know. I'm just saying. Well, I had Velcro shoes, okay? And when my little seven-year-old self was could not could just not get the whole bunny ear around the tree through the loop bullshit song, I just couldn't get that. Like, I just couldn't do it. For what? It took me a very long time to learn how to tie my shoes. It really did. I'm sensitive about that. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> it was before she came up here that you <laughs> No, no, no. It was, I learned way before that. Because at some point I had to start teaching children how to tie their shoes. And I remember the very first time. It's the ultimate in irony. Listen, the very first time my boss came to me and was like, Stacy, listen, a bunch of the parents want their kids to learn how to tie their shoes before they go to school. I was like, <gasps> Polly, you don't understand. She, she ran home all night long, tired shoes. No. She I, crammed it. No, with, I did. YouTube videos. Listen, no, I did, though, because I knew how to tie my shoes, but I didn't know how to tell another person how to tie their shoes. So I had to go home and, like, study the easiest way to teach a small child. Because the bunny loop thing just didn't do it for me. So I knew I couldn't tell them that. In my head, the movie version of that is you <laughs> in front of a line of shoes. And there's a musical montage going while you're trying to tie shoes and, like, get mad and throwing shoes across <laughs> the room. I tried to teach your nephew how to tie his shoe while I was watching him. I know. And I got so frustrated that I was like, oh, Danielle, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't. This is an issue for me. <laughs> so to see Mr. Rogers doing it sideways Not while never look- looking down, I was like, oh, he's a master. He's a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> he teaches people how to read and how to be nice, and he can tie his shoes without even looking. Sideways. He's a wizard. <laughs> when, when you went to school, was it a, did you take a yellow bus to school? No, I didn't take a yellow bus oh, okay. to school. <laughs> I was smart. <laughs> I was really smart. smart. Smart people took yellow buses. No, I was really, really good at took, everything else. But time I didn't say for, a short bus. I said <laughs> yellow bus. No, that was for my next question. Reason, when my mom did the whole make the bunny ear, make the bunny ear, and I to this day I don't tie my shoes with bunny ears. What are you tying with? Um. Some I know people, this is going to be a song or some kind no, of... No, 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 I don't stuff. have a song. I don't have a song. It's the technique that is different okay. with my shoes. You know how some people make the bunny ear and then the bunny ear, <coughs> the two loops, and then they tie the loops together? Uh. I don't do that at all. Ever. <laughs> I do cross-cross and then 
I make the loop and then I go around and through it and then I make the two That's layers. That's how I grew the trees. My snake went I around. I don't know the song. Okay, listen. <laughs> I tell, I tell I this is how when I got confused because these bunny ears and snakes and trees and <laughs> what? <laughs> just tie the knot. <laughs> you know, all that stuff that's supposed to help just didn't do it for me. Doesn't yeah. say when the shoe was made. That's all I get. I, I do not remember Velcro shoes until like in the eighties. It was well after like I was already wearing sneakers, going to school, and I remember my sister having a white pair that had like they were like like kid baby shoes that would Velcro close. I never had that. I had the thick white baby shoes. This is where I have an issue believing you guys because my grandmother got one of my dad's younger shoes cast in bronze uh-huh. for whatever reason mm-hmm. and it's a velcro shoe oh no and no my dad else. was born in 60 i they, well i we never had it i guess yeah, maybe we our were... parents were old school maybe it was a southern thing i babe i mean it you, i'm not saying like it was a southern maybe well no i'm saying you just said you you're basically the south is so lazy that it couldn't tie a shoe that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Just, <laughs> all right, we're on the same page then. All right. <laughs> no wonder why you lost the war. <laughs> Listen, I'm from there. I get to say those things. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just saying, you guys can tie your shoes in the... It's all right. <laughs> I mean, we got it eventually. Sure. You know? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Huh? <laughs> we believe you. <laughs> All right, so Tom Hanks is playing. Now. Yes, <laughs> that's my Mr. story. I'm sticking to it. All right, All right who's well. next? Who wants to be next? 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 Um, you want to go next? Sure, I can because mine's all highlighted and pretty. Right, and mine is the exact opposite. So I had a funny for it. Yes, because I know I've never introduced an article to the show before, right? So I had like a funny, but now I think it's super cheesy, and that y'all yes, are gonna make no, fun of me. No, you, know, you have to say there's, it, there's nothing cheesy in this in this show. You've, okay. you've been a part of this show. Most of the stuff we say is cheesy. Yes, I know, but I think this is too cheesy. Thanks, Ed. You lost her. Yes, it's so funny. <laughs> I thought about it like three days ago. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is because when Ed says it, he like closes one eye. You have to. But it's it's everything that comes with him saying it that makes it so funny. Because sure. he does like their... Ed would be a hysterical pirate. So funny. I have a peg leg and a hook finger. <laughs> Again, lost the war. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, I'm not going to tell my funny now. <laughs> you no, you have to now. Yeah, you build it up. Now we got to. Okay, Ed. Yeah. The heads have rolled at Disneyland. Okay. <laughs> See? <laughs> that was pretty good. Was it? I like that one. Good. I, mean, I like that one. Good. See, I thought it was really cheesy. <laughs> that, was, that, was good. that was really good. <laughs> tell them why. Okay. So there's a ride at Disneyland in California mm. that is the. Little Mermaid Ariel's Undersea Adventure Ride. Mm-hmm. Okay, and apparently there's a part in that ride that has an animatronic Ursula yes. singing Poor Unfortunate Souls. Well, a few days ago, someone took on this ride and Ursula's head is off of her animatronic body. Still singing, still moving, but like hanging on by a thread. So like was the head like half off? It was like hanging. You said you saw the video. I did see the video. I see the video earlier this week. To me, it was really hard to tell which way the head was facing 
because it's like a really bad quality cell phone video. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Um, so like I, I tried pausing it, like trying to find Ursula's face or like right. her hair to see like the exact angle of which the head fell off, mm-hmm. and I couldn't tell. Um, but the head is off the of left. the body for sure. <laughs> like the head is off the body, and it's still singing and like st- it's still moving. But like oh, hanging so by the wires, oh, so yeah. the mouth is still moving. Yes, yeah, like everything is still going on. You know, porn fortune souls. Except when her head is on her shoulders, it's not. It's like hanging by wires, right. right? And apparently, lots of children were very, very upset about this because you know it's a villain. But that sure. can be scary, I guess. To say, I mean, I would have thought it was hysterical. Sure, but well, if you're probably adults. like five, right, you're, you're already kind of scared of Ursula, right? You know what I mean? And there well, she is. There, there's a show. I don't. I mean, that's what I thought it was from. I didn't know it was the ride. I thought it was the no. Show. It was at the ride because in Disneyland. There's, there's a show they do the uh, basically the the aerial movie as a, as a like Broadway play kind of right. thing. Right. And there's an animatronic Ursula that mm-hmm. comes out. Kids are scared of that. They run to yeah, the back kind of, of the studio kind of, of the uh, uh, audience. You know, uh, sure. She's supposed to be scary. And it just, it, just, it just makes me laugh every time. Well, you know? sure. Because you see kids running away from her. Um, thing. Yeah. yeah. Now, the man who wrote this article, I have an issue with because he says that it would have been scarier had it been like one of the princesses. It would have. Right? I mean, I think, I think uh, we call it a headless animatronic anything is scary on itself. I mean, if you walk to turn the corner and there's, you know... Ariel being singing out it's a uh, part of your world with her head like hanging half well, off well this guy also says that it would have meant more if it was Anna or Elsa than if it was Ariel which bothers me because you know I'm I'm partial to Ariel right sure that's just like a personal thing you know, like when I was highlighting this I was like Mm-mm, his opinion's biased right well mine is too but like on the other end of it sure he says not only would it have been scarier had it been one of the princesses but it would have been scarier had it been Anna or Elsa as opposed to Ariel because apparently Anna and Elsa's ride is like the fucking ride to go on it is at well, Disney <laughs> it's like it is so like more people would have seen it maybe to make right. it scarier I don't really know what his point is but <laughs> I just said two hours for that sweet that line <laughs> ride. It was worth it. What's apparently what's even more interesting is that it was not an entirely isolated event. Yeah. Apparently, um, the auctioneer on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Disneyland Paris mm-hmm. also suffered a missing head. Oh, oh. that sounds like a plot. Mm-hmm. Bum, bum, bum. Yep. It like a missing they're... head that was still moving as it dangled from his neck, which is exactly how Ursula's was. So it's almost as if someone went in and might have vandalized both heads? I don't, I don't know, because one was at Disneyland California and right. the other one's at Disneyland Paris. Oh, so I don't know. I wonder if it's one of those like, dude, uh-huh, this is what we'll do. I will go to the Disney World in Paris, and you will go to the one in California, and that we will synchronize our watches, and at the same time, we will behead the beloved icons. <laughs> is that at the same time? It. This article doesn't say um, that I'm, it happened. It could be the same guy, because you could yeah. transfer from anywhere in Sure. Disney, like you could work <laughs> sure. anywhere you want to. Like if you know, you could apply for like, oh, you know what? I don't want to be in, in Disney Euro. I want to move to California. So right. like, I want to get a job with Disney. And hey, I'm moving. Can I work? You know, I spit at that Ursula. <laughs> she she laughs at me when I walk by. I will behead her. <laughs> and who was the other one? Um, the other one is the, pirate, the auctioneer. The, the auctioneer on the Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates ride. of the Caribbean. He he undercuts everyone. That person is worth way more. 
I shall behead him too. <laughs> ah, Patty. Um, apparently there is a very specific person who is the head salesman. <laughs> How can you Disney? tell his knees are dirty? <laughs> you want to try to guess what his name is? Headmaster. Trader Sam. Trader, Trader Sam? Sam from Trader the Jungle Sam. Cruise. Yes. Oh. He's the head salesman. <laughs> He's got a two for one sale. Apparently. <laughs> Two of his for one of yours. Uh-huh. Ah. So, missing so, Ursula head. Not missing. It well, was there. It, it was, was it wasn't missing. She you might say her head was removed from her body. Yes. I mean it was not like it wasn't missing. Hanging by a string. It was hanging by the animatronic wires that move yes. it. So yes. there she is singing with her head like hanging dangling like hey, yeah, you know, and then mm-hmm. and then you go to France, the Paris one, and then there's the auctioneer with the exact same thing. I don't know. It gets Something's Scooby, going on it gets Scooby and the gang on it. I bet, <laughs> you, I bet you it's a fucking DC fan. It <laughs> 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 probably was. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, Fuck Disney and their Marvel products. Yeah. Fuck Disney and their Marvel products. <laughs> We know we shall do it. We shall behead the auctioneer because we know that how much they pay off people to, for good reviews. And then we shall go to California and cut off the head of Ursula. <laughs> I don't know what accent I'm doing. We just work over it. Because Ursula, she is a poor unfortunate soul. She is a pawn in a bigger game. <laughs> <laughs> I just um like all right. I can just imagine swinging a turn and you know, there's Ursula. <laughs> poor unfortunate, so poor unfortunate shoulders. <laughs> like your head, like your head is kind of missing. <laughs> you might say it's it's half cocked. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I maybe maybe we should get a trident and stick it back on your head. <laughs> That's what made the question is like, well, how did it fall off? Because it's like you, nobody, you, you can't yeah, touch mystery, anything. Man. Like when you're in the rides, you really you have to either get out of the 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 the, uh, the boat, the boat, or, or whatever, whatever the car you're in. You know, kind of thing. Because if it's the ride I'm thinking of, you're in an, actually like a half clamshell. It's uh, right. If you remember um, Haunted Mansion and, yeah. and that way, it's yeah. the same way, but it's a clamshell instead of the black. Right. It's, it's okay. I got you. Same same style. Like car. I mean, one might say the only way to be able to actually have access to it is if you worked there. Yeah. Because if you were, you know, let's say a disgruntled worker, you know. Yeah. And I, I, why he would pick Ursula or she? Could have been a woman. Because I'm saying there's there's cameras everywhere, so it's, they they knew who did it. If it could have just been regular wear and tear. It could have been like, okay. Well, the article does say that 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 the animatronics do mess up sometimes. Sure. That normally though they they will like stop working, so like right. the song will go on, but they're just there. Right. So it doesn't really like make that big of a deal. Um, There's a time Olaf is flipping everybody the bird as they're right. like going by. See now, Olaf lots of that no one bat bad an eye. It happens all the fucking time. Yeah, because yeah, he's an he, idiot. He literally throws his head around like basketball. Right. Not a big deal. Ursula, not so much. I granted, sure. I mean, I mean, you kind of figure though. 
I don't know what the upkeep is on them, but you figure she's probably. Well, they do maintenance normally on those. You know, they'll they'll take them down for two weeks and do maintenance during the like okay. like, like off seasons of uh, of Disney to do like certain rides. Check and stuff. under the tentacles, folks. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, but you figure she's moving around. There's a lot of quick jostling motions yeah. that maybe the head wasn't secured enough to, and all of a sudden. You know, I guess, you know, she's a poor, poor, unfortunate soul herself. You know, pop. <laughs> All right, well, uh, that's good. That's a good article. Uh, I have an article that might not be as cheerful as that one. Or actually, it's 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 the macabre stories of a headless Ursula. I have one about a kidney. Oh. <laughs> You know, got the like cute little saying to go in front of it. Uh, I had one. Not everybody's your yeah. Style. yeah. <laughs> this person didn't need to kill somebody, and that, this person didn't need to drug somebody and leave him in a bathful, t- bathful, bathtub full of ice. <laughs> All right? There's my joke. Okay. <laughs> got it. <laughs> now you're making that one. What's that? Bathtub full of ice. I don't. I don't get that one. Listen up, folks. Apparently, a man finds kidney donor after wearing a special T-shirt to Disney World. Yeah. So again, you know, no. Some, hey, does this, this rag smell like chloroform? <laughs> and you wake up in a tub full of ice with that with your missing kidney. None of that, folks. Apparently, Rob Leibovitz, a 60-year-old man, had been undergoing kidney dialysis for years. Uh, when recent steps to find a kidney donor failed, the family tried to hail Mary, advertising his need on a T-shirt while walking the theme park. According to SFK, it was a simple white T-shirt with black writing that read, In Need of Kidney O Positive Call and a Phone Number. Um, while inside the Magic, Magic Kingdom, Rob Leibowitz met Ruscio and Juan Sandoval, who posted a picture of Leibowitz in, in the shirt to Facebook. That's when things exploded. Apparently, the photo was shared more than 90,000 times in the first week alone. And the phone began to ring off the hook. In all, Leibovitz spoke to around 100 people and found 50 who were committed to seeing if they were a transplant match. Um, eventually, um, they weren't, you know, but eventually he did hear from a Richie Sully, a single father from Indiana, who did turn out to be a match. So, good for him. Good for him. Oi, I need the kidney. Do you have that? Can you excuse, pardon me, sir, can you spare a kidney? I need the kidney, please. Uh, well, that's the thing. Like, if you, if you, when you go to Disney World, Disneyland, there are groups of people and they all wear like the same shirts. So you know, sure, it's like that, a, that same group. Because I love that because the reason why is you know me, to avoid right, that. And the fact <laughs> is, is that if you see bad kids and they're wearing one of those shirts, you find one of like the, the, you know, uh, mother, you know, the, uh, you know, dead mothers or whatever, the, right. the, the wa- people watching him, and you go, you know, this kid was, you know, being a, a dick, and this is what he did. Da, da, da. Excuse me, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. I, I see you're on um, with stupid shirt. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I met the Smith family, and I just want you to know that you're, there was a couple kids wearing that exact same shirt. They were climbing out of a boat and fucking Ursula's head. <laughs> and I just figured you might want to know because now it looks like it's loose and it might fall off in any second. Yeah. <laughs> See how I tied it together? <laughs> Did you guys go to Paris not too long ago, too? Because I heard the exact same thing happen to an auctioneer at the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Were you there? To be, be honest, sir. <laughs> we are French-Canadian. You know? Uh-huh. All right. So, 
Uh, anyway, yes. So, so it's always great because it's like you can you can finally get revenge on kids. <laughs> yeah, because it's always like you always you always see kids like doing stupid things, climbing stuff, you know. And like I always remember this one time, and it, it, it always still bothers me to this day. I was in line. I was. Forget where it was, but it's one of those luncheon type things where you go up. Basically, it's like kind of like go to McDonald's, but they have to call it a counter service at McDonald's. I, I mean at Disney. And <clears throat> there was a kid hanging on the railing, uh-huh. and he was like swinging around and all. And like finally, like one of the employees came up. And he goes, "You know what? A girl did this yesterday. She landed wrong, and now she's in the hospital." <laughs> right? That old trick. Yeah, uh, trying to get them right. to, to get off the to get off the railing. So the kid gets down for a second, right? course just for a second for the person turns away right. and he right back to it right so the father was there right and i'm like and i tell him i'm like yo your your son's still in the rally again and he like he just didn't do anything like didn't didn't bother right. so i found the mother uh-huh and i was just like i'm like you know your son was on the railing and he wasn't supposed to the pe- two employees actually went up and told him to stop and she's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, her husband was there, but he didn't do anything. And I just <laughs> laughed. It was like, okay, just hold this grenade just for a second. And your husband's there, you know, pull the pin. Have a nice day, man. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, get your ass out of here. <laughs> I don't know what the really annoys me is the fact because I don't know what happened right. after that because I just doesn't laughed. really matter. You can do your head play out that scenario. <laughs> Apparently, the kid probably got smacked, husband got yelled at, and he'd be like, oh, "What? I didn't know. What? Hey, he's a boy. Let him do whatever he wants. You don't know. You don't embarrass me in public. You start. You son of a bitch. This is the reason why I knew I shouldn't have married you. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even my kid. He's not even your kid. <laughs> like, oh." <laughs> <laughs> He's an auctioneer. You know what he does for a living? He's an auctioneer. It's going to pop off any second. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, there is, there is my story. Oh. Uh, yeah, you, <laughs> Can we continue on? I mean, sure. I mean, I don't we'll do know. One, I'll do one more, and then we'll we'll call it. Okay. Unless you got another one. Do you have no. another one? No, no. I thought we were one? doing the... Uh... Uh, I have a Black Panther-related one. Why don't you do the Black Panther one? Oh, me again. Okay, so the whole time y'all were talking, I was trying to sit here and think of some cute little thing to put in front of Black Panther. I didn't. I didn't, because it doesn't make any sense. What's um, the headline? It's Black Panther ticket sales, uh, or pre-sales, have now beat out Batman v Superman. Well, apparently, Ed, Black Panther seems to be taking a bite out of Batman v Superman's ticket sales. No. Uh, um, Try Black, again. Black Panther is... Um, Perfectly beating out. No, no. Um, let me see a second. Black Panther, Wakanda, uh, Marvel. Hmm. Isn't it marvelous that Black Panther's pre-sale tickets are out beating Batman v Superman? No, it's just, none of nope. those are good. <laughs> it's better than the first one. <laughs> Progress. Okay, so it's only a couple weeks for Black Panther to come out, mm-hmm. right? And the pre-ticket sales are apparently phenomenal. Um, and have not only beat the record that Captain America Civil War set, so in the MCU, right, the MCU, right, okay, yeah. whew, thought I messed that up. <laughs> not only has it beat that, but at this point it's also beating DC's records as well and has already beat the pre-ticket sales for Batman v Superman. All right. Um, 
lots of people are really excited for this movie. <laughs> I mean, no, yes. I did have a question, but I read the article too, and the article is not going to answer my question. They use Batman v Superman. Yeah. Like, well, what about Justice League? Has it beaten those sales, or did Justice League's pre? Oh, that's right. I don't think Justice League's pre-sales out, even outpaced Batman v Superman. Yeah. Well, this was saying that it was Batman v Superman was a big deal because it was the first right. time you got to see like the three of them. Right. The Holy Trinity. Right. Yeah. Be together on screen. Right. right? Um. Now people are really surprised by this because Black Panther is not as a common household name as Batman v Superman. So it was expectable <laughs> for Batman v Superman to make these kind of do everyone sure. want to co- go see that and stuff like that. Not so expected with I, Black Panther. I, I, only because he's not as common. I, you know, no, 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 I would agree in the normal climate, let's say if this was like 10 years ago, probably Black Panther would have been like what but I think there's a lot more. Like I'm, I'm curious about the writer. Like there's a lot more going on in Black Panther than just being Black Panther. I think he because he was the first African American, um, actually not even American, more African superhero mm. of all time. Mm. He was there first. Well, it does say that there are a lot of reasons yeah. why they think. Yeah. Why surveys have been done and why people are so excited for this. Right. I mean, um, a lot of people are really excited to see Chadwick Boseman's character because of how good he did in Civil War. Yeah, so that it was so good that yeah. they're like, oh my God, I don't know who this guy, this guy is, but I need to see more. Or they're like, oh my God, he's so good. We, we've always loved him. We need to see more. I always loved Black Panther. Sure. Always, always as a kid. I, every time that suit was cool, him as a character was just a badass motherfucker. Every time he showed up in a comic book. And I'm like, when I heard it was going to be Chasman, Bos- Bozeman, Bosman, whatever, I was like, all right, I'm in. I like, I thought it was a good choice. And then to see him on screen, I was like, oh, I can. That Black Panther movie is going to be awesome. It better be awesome. Um, it also says that a lot of people are also looking forward to the female warriors. Michael B. Jordan's portrayal yeah. of his character in it. I saw an article where he was like, this is kind of, I have to do really good on this because of that fucking Johnny Storm in Fantastic Four. Because he was Johnny Storm in the... In yeah, the, yeah, you know. uh, yeah, right. yeah. So he's got to like, he's like, oh, I need really need to make up for this one. <laughs> um, And apparently a lot of people are excited about getting to explore Wakanda. Yeah. Because of how it's been in, how predominant it's been in a lot of the trailers. Right. Um, You know, so... And that soundtrack sounds so fucking good. Oh, that soundtrack. I really hope that every every, every ad I've seen with that soundtrack in. Hey, you look like you got something to say. I'm, I'm just waiting for my turn, that's all. Okay. Because yeah, I, okay. I disagree with pretty much everything you, you disagree just said. You disagree with everything you just said? <laughs> everything you just said. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, like, well, Chaz McBoseman, I think it's a great choice. I liked him in other roles. I don't think Civil War was good enough of a de- debut of him being Black Panther to give you like, oh, I want to see more of him. Like okay. to me, it wasn't. Like I, he was good in it. Don't get me wrong, right. but I don't think it was a big enough role for him to go. You know, like like oh, I can't wait for a Black Panther it was like movie. An right, it was like a tease, and it was okay. like okay, you know, it was it made me interested in going. Okay, I want to see it. I couldn't stand Black Panther in the comic uh, books at all. So you know, this why we disagree. He's, he's, he's kind of like the Doctor Strange of, of <laughs> comics again. You know, I'm not going to get into that. Um, but you know, like like I'm just impressed the fact that this to me Black Panther is a fourth tier character. I don't care what you say. He's a uh, he is a Z list. Yeah, yeah, he I, I is. Get. He's the he's almost as the bottom barrels you can get. 
I'm sure there's a lot more characters by Bottom sure. Barrel, but in terms of popular, yeah. least, you know, like kind of thing, he's like the lowest of, of the list, you know. For yeah. You, if, if, you, if you give people a top 10 list, I don't think Black Panther's going to pop up in there. At least not for majority of the white America, I'll say. Yes. All right. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll say it. I'm not scared. Okay. You know, I do think that in the vernacular of, you know, Caucasian readers, I don't think Black Panther sits up there in the top 10. Right. You know, I think when you get to the African American, people of color, I think when you're a kid, you look to Black Panther because it's the, the only time him, Luke Cage, maybe Storm, there's a couple other people of color in those comic books that mm. you can actually go, I can see myself being that that character because I see skin tone. Mm. You know, I think that, you know, so I think that that's one of the reasons why, like, especially in the climate that we're having now, where their big push for feminism, people of color, you know, mm. all those things. So I think that Black Panther coming out right now is just perfect timing. I don't think it was designed that way. I think it was just perfect timing. I, I, I think this, I think DC sitting there going fuck, <laughs> you know. No, I agree with you. I I I because I think like this is again this is like the Guardians of the Galaxy all over again, right? In a way where you're taking characters, people only the readers that know him, you know, in, were, are looking forward to this. But not only that, other people now that are seeing the trailers and seeing him in Civil War yeah. are now getting excited about this, and that's what makes this great. Is the fact this is like I said, like a fourth tier character. Yeah. Is now doing better mm-hmm. than Batman and Superman and the, yeah. on the DC side of it. You go, what the fuck's wrong? Like, well, like there, there is somebody at Warner Brothers slamming down a paper like Jane Jonah Jameson going, what the hell's going on? Right. We got the three Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. We fucking put them all in a movie twice. Nothing. <laughs> what the hell? Flash, Aquaman. Cyborg, kids love Cyborg. My kids love Teen Titans Go. What? What the <laughs> fuck is going on? Like heads must roll. Yes, we're gonna take you guys. They're showing up pictures of what do you call it, Ursula? Going, you want this to be you? You want this to be you? Because this is you, buddy. Until you get your shit together and figure out a way for us to actually make it a, a respectable DC movie. Yeah. No. But it's, it's the same. Like, like it's 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 so impressive. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I, I'm I'm upset that the fact that Black Panther is beating out Superman and Batman, <laughs> not just Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, because well, she shows up in it too. But you're right. I mean, but you, you know, you, you you like I I mean, like I don't get me wrong. Like I like I like Wonder Woman and I love the movie. It was great and all that kind of stuff. And I know we I've been through the whole like it's not correct. <laughs> but the thing, <laughs> but the 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 old the whole point is that the fact is that they that this character is is you know is is more hyped up and like like. The first two weeks is going to be phenomenal. I, sure. mean, I, I think it's going to be number one in the first two weeks at least. You know, maybe three weeks type of thing. I don't think he's going to go past four. I really don't. Like, I don't think he's going to be number know. one. Depends on what's coming out after the fact in February. I mean, yeah, but you, you figure Marvel's going to ride that fucking high wave until May when Infinity War comes out. Yeah. Like, you, it's it's there might as well not even be a movie between February and May at this point. I mean, because it's like no one, everyone's everyone right now is talking about Black Panther. And the moment Black Panther is done, there's going to be a teaser for Infinity War. You know there is because mm-hmm. it's Marvel. And then they'll be like, that's all. Everyone's going to be like, fuck, that's in like two months. Holy yeah. shit. Right. And there's got to be a movie somewhere in the middle that's going, well, what about us? 
Like, no one cares about you, buddy. Wait, when DC's going, well, maybe we'll, they'll get over it by December when or November when Aquaman comes out. Yeah, sure. Hey, here's your number one superhero who lives in the water. Let's bring him out in the winter. When's time. Deadpool coming out? Um, I want to say May. It's like right not too far after Infinity War. Okay, Infinity War comes first. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, maybe I'm gonna say Deadpool two. I think I thought Deadpool's earlier. It got moved up. So yeah. I knew it got because moved they'll up. go from Black Panther to Deadpool to Infinity War, or they'll go from Black Panther to Infinity War to Deadpool. Yeah. Which everyone's excited for for all of yeah. that. Um, let's see. This article. I wish is... my phone was charged. I'd have found that already. It's Deadpool 2 release date. All right. Deadpool 2. <laughs> Jeez, all right. Well, lady. Holy mackerel. Uh-huh. I'm a professional Googler. You're right. <laughs> uh, damn. Uh, May 18th. Okay. So it's about two weeks after Infinity War. So... May's uh, gonna be a huge whew. month. Yeah, cause huge. Doesn't the Han Solo, Solo movie, movie come out at the end of the month? Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's a busy Which summer. Disney fresh. still owns, right? <laughs> I mean, but if you look in comparison to the Marvel movies, Marvel's like. And did you see the trailer for the Wasp and Ant Man? Oh yeah, I posted it on our Facebook page, <sighs> Geeksters wait. Radio. Go get a like if you didn't do it already. <laughs> go to Geeksters and give us a like. Yeah, um, it looked great. Yeah, it looked pretty good. I'm like, I'm in. It ties into Civil War a little bit, you know, because they talk about, you know, Captain America, him getting caught. I'm like, all right, how are they going to get him out? Is he break out? Because it looks like he's got a monitor on his on his leg. So yeah. is he like under house arrest? Like what's going on? Or is that going to be the aftermath of, of Infinity War? Even even after all that, I, the only one, the only thing I, I want to see more of Michael Pena do his <laughs> shit. About, you know who happened to that? The modernism, the painting, da 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 da. It's like stale boy, That to me, I, I know a guy who does. Yeah, I, I, that's I can't great. See, I can't wait to see that. That movie. is great. I got Disney's. I mean, not Disney. DC's gotta gotta get on track. I mean, I know they just shook up some things and replaced a couple other people, and uh, who knows about the Flash movie? Like right now, all they got on board is an Aquaman movie coming out at the end of the year. And and then and, and then, then there's course, Wonder Woman two, but but that's, but that's the thing. Like everything else after that is very questionable. Like Wonder Woman two is you know probably the only solid that they got. They're talking about Cyborg maybe being sidelined again. They oh, might yeah. be thinking Flash being sidelined. They're you know like they they just don't know. Be honest with you, the best thing they could do is stop, shut everything down basically. Like from the news, like just right. Don't talk about trailers. If anybody asks, we're working on it. Don't don't right. give any detail. And just do it, and just let it go, and then that way, at least when people will get excited for it more, when you don't hear about it, when you overhear about it, because that's what they're doing—they're overplaying mm-hmm. so much of the DC I... stuff. You just get tired of it. And you go, oh, "I can't wait for this piece of shit to come out." <laughs> like after a while, like like at first I was like, well, "Ooh, excited," and then all of a sudden, yeah. it's like, "Yeah, now I'm tired." Well, I was reading a real interesting article, and this is I, I, there's there were DC fans starting a petition to start giving Black Panther bad reviews to bring down the Rotten Tomato score. That's where it's gotten. Yes. It's like, really? You fucking adults act like it. Like who? But that's, that, but that's Here's the, my thing. is but, like, if, if one person does good, then up your game. Like, you're supposed to be, you're all supposed to be like, it's supposed to be fun and friendly competition and you got some pricks out there going, here, we're going to do this and try to ruin that because we don't like the way Disney does things and we don't like the way Rotten Tomatoes 
fuck you. Like, <laughs> that's the problem when you get the, that the people like have control. Like it's, <laughs> it's just horrible because it's like, like how many movies you think would have been not successful back in our day because of Rotten Tomatoes or going online yeah. and blogging about it and, and, you know, doing a podcast and talking horribly about yeah. it. And just, you know, those kind of things. I mean, because it was like, it was exciting because there was nothing else. Like, you you just read a newspaper article or, you know, maybe heard something on the news, like a brief, you know, touch, you know, article about a movie. There would be, I'd say, after Empire Strikes Back, when Vader goes, I am your father. There have been nothing but speculations and talk about it for three years until oh, yeah. Jedi came out. And then when you find out that he was your father, there'd be somebody out there going, Fully so stupid. What? You know, there would be people bitching about the fact that he was his father. Because, but the thing is that that, that Return of Jedi was so celebrated right. that all the naysayers were just never heard. Right. You know, not until many years later when they make like, oh, Ewok saved the day, you know, like that. And you go, it was a fun film. Like, it was it, a fun it, film. Apparently, you don't remember the uh, Lord of the Rings where the ants, like if you read the book, it's basically nature versus machines. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's, duh, it's right there. Yeah. Like Ewoks. Part of nature, and everyone knew they're the Green Party, and then you have the the Industrial Revolution of the stormtroopers coming in on their adats. Mm-hmm. You know, it's how nature should always win over the machinists. Yes, but now, oh, look, we go all deep. Yeah. Oh, what do you say we call it? Yeah. All right, folks. Well, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Geeksters here on our podcast version of the show that we do Sunday night starting around 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. Just search Aquanet Radio in those apps. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And as always, if you want to talk to Ed about anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-S. See you next week. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo!